how crazy is that? You've got liberal protesters that will go out there and hound the likes of Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden, Republicans as well, but Republicans don't care. But these people will block traffic. They will do everything they can to bring attention to the quote-unquote genocide that's going down in Israel. Yeah, sure it is. Okay, yeah. Because you're getting your figures from Hamas, and they're just on the up and up and clearly honest. They would never lie. You care more about these foreign issues than you do your own southern border. And this is why America deserves the situation it's currently in. Why? Because once again, as I've pointed out repeatedly on the show, Americans, when it comes to our votes, are stupid. Welcome to the All-American Savage Show podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. Welcome back to the All-American Savage Show podcast. It's great to have you here. I'm your host, John Burke. I got my beautiful heterosexual bearded life partner that's Jewish here right beside me, Josh, operating those controls like a great dude. Pretty Jewish. <laughs> like a pretty good dude. Uh, happy Wednesday, folks. Glad to have you here. Uh, I took a break yesterday. I'm not going to lie. Um, I missed y'all. I'm sorry. I did not update you on Twitter. That's my bad. I know a lot of you, you tune in at regularly 12 p.m. CST for the show Monday through Friday. I apologize for that. Um, I went to the gym yesterday morning and like we really went pretty hard at it and I kind of felt just meh. And it was like one of those workouts slash things to where you just feel like you kind of drained yourself a little bit. So I decided to do what any good business owner wants to do is the reason why we start our own businesses is to take a day off whenever the hell you want. So, which isn't very often. Um, but no, we, um, I had a great day yesterday. I took Sheila and we went, uh, she got really excited because I was like, you know what? Um, let's go tour some downtown Dallas stuff. Let's go check out some museums. Um, and we went to uh, the Clyde Warren Park and we brought a little speaker and then we just did some tango practice there. Just, and we had like a bunch of people like filming. It was really cool. It was, it was cool to see that. And then we got some tacos. We went to the Museum of Illusion. Check that out. Um, then we walked around a little bit and then we went to some private lessons for tango. I mean, we did like three, three and a half hours of tango dancing yesterday, like practicing. Um, cause Sounds like uh, Ferris Bueller's day off. 
I guess. I mean, I didn't miss school, but I mean, that's the that's the beauty of shell shock. Like it runs with or without me. Like that's why we have a, like, a great team to where it's like the only thing that is missing is the podcast and the show. But you know, well, I talked to my buddy. He's like, so does it run without you? I mean, is, is, is there problems? He's like, no. I was like, we have a good team. They know what they're doing. Yeah. It's like, I could take a month off there. It'll be fine. So, which shows you my importance in this company. So it's whatever. <laughs> no, not really. Ah, uh, but no, I played hooky and it was just needed, man. I needed a, I don't like saying mental health day because, um, I don't know. I, to me, it's just like, I'd, I'd rather phrase that and say like, I'm stressed. I got to go decompress, but I guess you could call it mental health. Uh, but I, it wasn't because I was still seeing what was going on. Um, we've got the video now, maybe you don't know what I'm referring to yesterday. It was circulating all over Twitter. Um, I saw it on Instagram. I have not seen it in the news. And that's what's weird about this. Have, have you seen this? Have you heard about this? What's up, Rumble? How we doing, Rumble Chat? Have you seen the, um, the decapitation? The son killed his father, decapitated his head. We're going to get to that later on the show. I'm not going to show you that part of the video. But I do want you to listen to the audio of this guy. And the reason is that this video was posted to YouTube. And I'm, I'm going to make a point here. But the video was posted to YouTube, and it stayed there for hours. Hours. I'm not really sure how many views it actually racked up. It was quite a lot. Circulated all over the internet, especially Twitter. And YouTube didn't pull it down. Not right away. Weird. Weird. We still don't have the Communist Shooters Manifesto. That can't be released. But this guy, they're already trying to make akin to being a Trump supporter. Somebody that supports the GOP. Isn't that kind of strange? I had my YouTube account deleted at like 350,000 because we talked about COVID. COVID, folks. COVID. And they deleted it. I lost everything. This guy literally posts a video of his father's decapitated head in a bag. And the video just stays there. For it, it just, wow. Wow. And if you think they're not doing this intentionally, folks, they have people that monitor this kind of stuff. And when they see something ping like that, they're usually all over it, especially if it's a conservative. Oh, absolutely. Especially during COVID. You say anything in terms of just saying, you know what? I believe in medical autonomy. I don't trust the jab. Boom. You're flagged. Medical misinformation. We've seen this repeatedly. Masks don't work. Yo, boom. Banned. 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 Gone. They took it from us. But this video, for some reason, remained up. But the crazy thing was, when I went to go search for this, to talk about it on today's show, guys, I mean, I pulled up Fox News. Nowhere. I pulled up uh, New York Post. Nowhere. CNN. Nowhere. Now, this is like maybe 10 minutes ago. But, man, I, was, I figured this would be, like, all over the place. Like, this is a big deal. A son decapitates his father, who's a federal employee, and I'll let you listen to the rest of the video. He's basically calling for civil war. And then I have a report of how this guy was arrested. I'll get to it. It's weird. It's disgusting. Now, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to go any more in depth on that until we get it to the last part of the show. So it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. But anyway, well, you know, we've been talking about this for a very, very long time. Very long time as far as um, doing this. 
I'm pulling up this this video real quick. I don't know how long I've been talking about doing this. As far as a, a new t-shirt design. Now, we talked about Sean Whalen on the show. Now, I'm not friends with the dude. I don't want to be friends with him. I got enough friends. I got Josh and maybe one other. That's only, It's not like they're friends. They're like the only people that can actually stand me. That's literally it. That's literally it. It's like, yeah, I can deal with the guy. He's a schmuck. That's about it. Which I totally get. I understand that. I'm, I'm a very difficult guy to be friends with. Normally principled, opinionated dudes, they're assholes. They really are. It is what it is. No. But just to reiterate, that dude, not Sean, but his buddy, his boyfriend, whoever this guy is, the click funnels douchebag, gets up there on the mat, punches a 14-year-old kid. Sean goes on the internet to defend this guy as he's getting crucified on social media. And the throngs of war. The throngs of war. Right? What the hell are the throngs of war? Number one, you've never been to war. You don't even know what it's like. Nowhere even near that. But I don't keep harping on this nerd. Now, of course, and I, I had DMs from this. It's like, well, he's talking about God now. It's like normally people do when they realize they've screwed up. They try and deflect to God. It's why most prisoners convert to Christianity or become a Muslim, whatever. They realize like when you have time to think about what you did, it's like, well, the only forgiveness I get is going to be from God. So I should go to that. Apparently, Waylon's doing the same thing. Freaking nerd. It's not that I'm against going to God for things, but it's very convenient that you do that. And the crazy thing was, he does a post after that about a son who got into an accident, which I'm not, I'm not, I'm not making fun of that. That's, that's horrible. I don't wish that on anybody. But some dude in the comments apparently owns a gold company. And you can go read this for yourself. This, this is kind of like how this guy is. And the guy that owns this gold company like makes a comment and Sean's like, he'll be all right. Maybe some bullion in the mail might make him feel better, winky face. Dude, what? Does, does that not come off as like really just disgusting? Like, hey, you know what made my, my son feel better? You send him some gold. Sean, you sure that's not for you? Like, what 14-year-old kid do you know that wants gold? I mean, maybe they do, maybe they don't. But it's just, to me, that was like tasteless. But I was like, you know what? I'm done with this guy. He's a clown. So, so folks, you know Sean. You know Sean Whalen. Well, lions, not sheep, right? Well, I've got my own brand now. That's right. I started my own brand. We've been talking about doing this for a while, and I kind of let it go. I let it go. I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to pursue this. It's whatever. I don't like, I don't like punching to the inside sometimes, but sometimes, man, it's needed. So I finally did it. I finally did it. Now, if you're listening, I'm launching a new brand, completely my own. Many of you have been wanting this for a long time. I've seen you. I've seen you ask for this. Eagles, not chickens. Made in China. It's here. That's right. Why be a chicken when you can be an eagle? Folks, come on. Powerful stuff. It's powerful stuff. Very powerful stuff. The shirt's available at johnburke.com. No relation to any other brand, of course. Why be a chicken when you can be an eagle? 
Yeah. I like it. Yeah. You're welcome. We've been saying we're going to do it. Now that's, that brand is completely mine. Not ripping anybody off. Just made that up. Eagles, not chickens, right? There's plucked a link. It, plucked yeah. it right out of thin air. Plucked it right out of thin air. Totally made it up. JohnBurke.com. Get your shirt now. We're doing a pre-order. Now, I've already been asked, John, can I wear this shirt if I'm not an eagle? And the answer is no. This, this shirt is not meant for chickens. It's meant for eagles. Because you know what eagles do? They fly above the throngs of war because they're, they're eagles. They're not chickens. It's true. It's true. Huh? Eagles, not chickens. Get yours now. And there might be a made in China somewhere on the shirt. Is it made in America? Yeah. These are 100% made in America. We don't rip the tags off and sew on bullshit ones. There's no need for that. We'll just be honest with you. They're made in America. All right. There you go. It's up to you to do the rest, folks. We made good on our end. Do the right thing. Do the right thing. Do the right thing. None of your business. Eagle, do not wear no throng. <laughs> Throngless eagles. Eagle throngs. That's what we need. Eagle throngs. Longest time. JohnBurke.com. What are you waiting for? Grab your shirt today. Doing a pre-order for the next two weeks. Then we'll order it. It's a joke shirt. But I'm going to rock the hell out of it. I'm going to rock the hell out of it. And I can't wait to take my photo in this shirt with the schmeg around my neck and the cigar and standing on a 14-year-old boy's head. Eagles, not chickens. We should do more shirts like this. Counterculture shirts. Yeah. To make fun of these morons. This episode is brought to you by ShellshockCBD.com. I woke up in a bad mood today. I'm not going to lie. Nobody's fault. You know, you just, you have those days where you kind of wake up a little cranky and it's, you know, I don't know. Drop some, uh, drop some acid. My God. Drop Drops, a little bit of acid. Droppers. Clear my head out. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, the camera won't stop talking at me. It's crazy. No, I uh, took some uh, Irish cream, CBD oil, kind of calmed down a little bit. Post about this morning on Facebook. And that's why I encourage other people. Like if you're feeling stressed, if you feel like you have those days where it's just, you know, you wake up and you just irked for no reason whatsoever. And you don't want to take it out on anybody else. Cause again, you know, it's not anybody's fault in most cases, or some cases, I guess. Uh, shellshockcbd.com. Go check it out. Code SAVAGE to save you 10% and 100% money back guarantee on all of our products. Just that good, folks. If you want help with stress, if you need help calming down and relaxing, we've got you covered. It's what we do. We've been in business since 2019. Again, all of our products come with 100% money back guarantee. What are you waiting for? Like, seriously, what are you waiting for? Go check it out. All right? All right, got that done. It's going to be a short show today, folks. Tonight, 7 p.m. CST on Twitter, John Burke 39 I'll be sharing a space with the likes of Steve Deese from The Blaze. Uh, and we'll be interviewing Thomas Massey. There's going to be some other people in the space. It's going to be a good time. Basically, it is a money bomb space to where we are raising money for Thomas Massey's re-election campaign. As you know, Donald Trump has come out in support of Thomas Massey's opposition. Because that's what good conservatives do, right? We try and undermine actually constitutional people within Congress, and we try and get them out because they don't tow the party line to what Trump wants. That's what Thomas Massey's up against. Now, how, how dangerous is it? As we've already seen in the past, Trump's endorsements usually don't pan out the way that a lot of people want them to. But make no buts about it. Thomas Massey deserves your support. 
He's out of Kentucky. I know he might not be a representative. Fair enough. But Thomas Massey is one of the last few remaining principled representatives in Congress. So we're raising money for his reelection campaign brought to you by Reese. I don't know if she's in the chat today. Her and a, um, a few others have gotten together. Salvador that was on the show before uh, from DeSantis' campaign. I think he's organizing it. Should be a good, a great time. Good, great time. Great, good time. Just one of those days where you don't want to wake up. Yeah. And sometimes you just want to go where everybody knows your name. Yeah. I, uh, I got super baked the other night and I don't know why, but I threw on taxi. When was the last time you watched episodes of taxi? Uh, it's been a long time. Bro, that is like such a 70s show. Like, hold on. Like, I don't know. What, it, it's it, to me when I, when I watched that show and I know my mom told me about it, it was, she, you know, it was very popular back in the seventies. It was like the show and uh, you know, a young Danny DeVito, you have a, uh, Oh God, it's like a, a lot of young stars. Um, but just the intro song to it, it just, it, it has that 70s vibe. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, not necessarily um, like Saturday Night Live or, excuse me, Saturday Night Fever. But you know what I'm referring to? Like, it's got the, uh, man, the it's got the flute opening, but then also it has there. It had the, some class. It had some class. But it was one of those things that was kind of mellow, a weird kind of jazzish sound. Hold on. We're going to play this real quick. Here we go. Hopefully the ad doesn't kick in first. All right, here we go. Here's Taxi. <laughs> I mean, you can't beat that. Bro. It's chill. Hey, baby. How you doing? Why don't you just lay your fine self down on that shag carpet? Light me up one of these menthol cools. Yeah, baby. Take off that Eagles Not Chicken shirt and let's get comfy. Mmm, yeah. Chocolate thunder. It's good stuff. It's, it's just got a vibe, dude. It's got a great vibe. I love it. Just makes you feel good. Makes you feel good. <laughs> It's a great show, man. It's, it's got Tony Danza. Um, wasn't he in Who's the Boss as well? That's right. Yeah, Tony Danza. He got a star on Taxi. Yep. Um, it was a great cast. It was a great cast. Now, you know, the acting is 70s cheesy. It, it probably is about the same acting you see in probably a 70s porn. It's about the same. But it was a family-friendly show. People enjoyed it. But what I think about when I think of, like, Taxi, I think about, like, and I don't know why my mind goes to this. I kind of envision like a family and say, for example, like inner city, Philadelphia, it's, you know, there's pollution, there's just trash on the streets. You know, it was the seventies. Things were weird. A lot of drugs, you know, Coke was everywhere. You know, people were working jobs they didn't like. And it's kind of like the cliche family of the, you know, the balding overweight dad that doesn't love the mother anymore, but they come home and they got the kids that are just on their nerves. But when it's time, they sit down. Hold on. There we go. They sit down. They pull out the TV trays. Mom cooks up some TV dinners. We flip on the tube. And there's, there's Taxi. And suddenly, everything in the world just fades away. And for the next 30 to 45 minutes, we can laugh. 
We can forget about our troubles, forget about the world burning down around us outside, and just focus on laughing. That's what I liked about those types of shows. They were just they were just great shows. But now it just seems like everything you've got has got some kind of attachment, it's got some kind of agenda they're trying to push. Back then it was just make people laugh, have a good show, and get renewed for another season. But now it's, well, you know, we should probably make people aware of the fact that Kids are wanting to chop their dicks off, and we should support it. What? <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's going to be one had, of uh, Andy Kaufman on it. Andy Kaufman. Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah. Andy Kaufman was in it. Christopher Lloyd. Christopher. Oh, I forgot about him. Yeah, yeah Christopher Lloyd. I think he came in later. Because Did I'm he? starting season one, and he's not in it yet. Maybe. Now, I'm not an expert on this. I actually have never watched the season all the way through. I've finished... Mash, I finished Cheers, I finished Frasier. The new Frasier is, uh, it's okay. It's not the OG, and it's never going to be the OG. You see, I think they're trying too hard. Yeah, but And the it. actors, they're overacting. It's just, it's sitcom comedy. But with Frasier, it was like highbrow comedy. And then Niles and Martin Crane and Daphne, like it just really worked together. Now, you've got people that are just cheesy actors. They're not good. But then again, maybe that's just sitcom acting that I'm unaware of. I don't know. But it's like, it could be better. Frazier, of course, or uh, Kelsey Grammer, he does a good job. I like Kelsey Grammer. He's funny. Yeah, he does stick true to the original Frazier. There's no changes there, which is really interesting because if you figure, because when you see Kelsey Grammer outside of the Frazier character, that's not who he is. He's completely different, which is awesome to see. But to see him re-embrace that role and bring it back to its origins and not miss a beat, that's impressive. That's very impressive. As an actor, that's that's great to see. But his co-stars are just like, no, 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 Mr. Superman, no here. Oh, geez, I could recognize that one. Oh, what's going on, Rumble? How we doing? How we doing? Hey, do me a favor. A buddy of mine was like, I'm trying to find your podcast on iTunes. He tried typing in John Burke and then the All-American Savage show. It didn't come up. Can y'all do me a favor? Can y'all check that? Because I pull, I, you know, I check out the show regularly. So it pulls up. But he said, I was looking for your show on iTunes. I couldn't find it. Have they like, I don't know. Does iTunes shadow ban people? Andy said they did to his, his podcast for a while. Can anybody like look that up for me? Yeah, I see it. You see it? Did you type in John? Were you already following it on your computer? Yeah. Yeah, you see, that's different. Versus like telling someone new to say, yeah, type in John Burke into iTunes, what is it going to pull up? It pulls up the old in the arena motivational thing, but it doesn't pull up the podcast. I don't know. So let's get into the news. Texas Governor Abbott sends stark message to sanctuary cities as migrant crisis continues. Uh, Yeah, Adam C says, yeah, I can't find it on iTunes last I looked. Yeah, I, I don't know. John, add tags. Your SEO sucks. You don't pop up in searches. What the hell? Hmm. That's probably why. I'm going to have to find somebody to like work on that. I'm going to have to find somebody to get involved in that, that's, uh, that aspect of the show because I'm not going to lie. I don't know what I'm doing with that. Like add tags to where? Like, I, don't, I don't know. It's weird. The live feed on YouTube is hard to find, too. That's why I'm pushing everybody to Rumble. You know, you'll find us here. They're not going to ban us. Rumble's been good to us. Just Rumble.com. John Consuela Burke. No, no. Podcast no here. 
It's crazy. No, Pink, no, I appreciate your, your criticisms there. It's like, look, if we're doing it wrong, we could be doing it better. Um, it doesn't have recent shows on my account. Thank you, Jeremy Jones, for the one that doesn't. I'll have to, uh, I upload the shows daily and it shows it's getting downloads. All American show shows up for me, Katie, five, but were you already following it though? All your content in the back end. I typed in and it came in and like, well, shut up. Oh, well. Texas Governor Abbott sends stark message to sanctuary cities as migrant crisis continues. Republican Texas Governor Abbott sent a stark message to sanctuary cities on Monday, vowing his state's transportation of migrants to their areas would continue until the federal government takes action on the worsening border crisis. Texas has transported over 102,000 migrants to sanctuary cities. Overwhelmed Texas border towns should not bear the brunt of Biden's open border policies. Our transportation mission will continue until Biden secures the border, Abbott wrote in a post on X. Good for him. I mean, if Biden, Biden could end this right now. We have a president that doesn't give a damn about Southern citizens. It's just, bro, I, I hate this guy. And I know people don't like using the term hate. I hate him. I wish nothing but ill things on him. He hates us. He hates us. It's clear. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But to sit there and just leave the border hanging wide open, nothing gets done. You see him just walk off after he was asked about the border. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, I've done all I could. That guy's a moron. Yeah. Allie in the chat says he's holding our national security hostage. I agree. I fully agree. Abbott's promise comes amid his feud with the Biden administration over enforcement of the border and whether Texas has the authority to defend itself from the waves of migrants overwhelming law enforcement and immigration officials. Speaker Johnson gets up there and does another thing. He's like, we got to work on the border. It's like, well, you keep talking about it, but nobody's uniting and you're not getting anything done. So I'm kind of tired of hearing you talk. I'll be honest with you. Congress is worthless right now. Yeah. Ain't nothing happening. And yet all we can do is just outrage farm. And it's like, well, we got to piss off the right so we, we can vote in favor against the left. And that's all, that's all it comes down to. It's just a same repetitious buzzword phrase. It's just over and over and over and nothing is getting done. Meanwhile, folks, Congress is living large. They're not worried where the next cheeseburger is coming from. They're not dealing with these migrants, these illegal immigrants, whatever you want to call them. They're not dealing with that. Nancy Pelosi just told him to go back to China. Yeah. That was in reference to the, uh, don't you love how these Democrat liberal schmucks, you care more about Palestine than you do your own country. How crazy is that? You've got liberal protesters that will go out there and hound the likes of Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden, Republicans as well, but Republicans don't care. But these people will block traffic. They will do everything that they can to bring attention to the quote-unquote genocide that's going down in Israel. Yeah, sure it is. Okay, yeah. Because you're getting your figures from Hamas, and they're just on the up and up and clearly honest. They would never lie. You care more about these foreign issues than you do your own southern border. And this is why America deserves the situation it's currently in. Why? Because once again, as I've pointed out repeatedly on the show, Americans, when it comes to our votes, are stupid. It's just the case. You're stupid. And that's why I hate having to share a country with these morons. I hate it. I hate it. 
That's what it turns into. Unfortunately, poorly educated, stupid people that fall for the propaganda, and that happens on both sides, let's be honest. That's what they care more about? Palestine? You think those Palestinians give a damn about you? Especially if you're white and Christian? Oh, hell no. They'd be like, you know, you're lucky they bombed all of our buildings because there's none we can chuck you off of if you're gay. But yes, let's let's stand with Palestine. I say nuke uh, Palestine. Unless it's in East, Eastern Ohio. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nuke Palestine. I don't give a damn. I don't care. It's none of my problems. Our problems are here at the southern border. And again... These same terrorists that we fought for the last 20 years, you think they're not making their way over that southern border right now? Oh, before I get, for speaking of the southern border, uh, Griselda. You seen that one? Uh-uh. Oh, it's good. Yeah. With, um, oh God, what's your face from um, uh, the family show? Um, Alyssa Milano? No, 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 no. Uh, that one family show, It's it's got Ed Harris from Married with Children. One fam- What's it called? Modern Ch- Family. Modern Family. But who's the, the wife, the hot wife? Sofia. Sofia Verrega. Yeah. She plays Granalda and she does a great job. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did see a little she bit of is, that. Oh, yeah. She, she got she like a prosthetic it. nose. I forget what, but they make her up. Like when when Sheila first turned it on, I was kind of like, that looks like, uh, what's her face? Uh, Sofia Verrega. So, oh, that's her. I was like, what? I was like, they, they did her makeup in such a way that it was kind of like, it looks like her, but not. It, it's hard to explain. But anyway, really, really good show. And based on a true story. And apparently, I don't know if I have this right or not, but Griselda helped Pablo Escobar get his start. I'm not really? sure. Yeah, I, I could be wrong on that one. But it was a very well done show. And you kind of see the rise and fall of Griselda, her children, the, the cartel they create. It's It was really, really good. And I think there's only, um, say like seven or eight episodes, but I think each episode is like an hour. I'm probably... I know I'm wrong on that, but it's not like a continuing series because with a continuing series, you know, it's not going to be good Mm -hmm. because it'll get popular and then they'll start. The writers will just start making stuff up and it doesn't, it loses its um, authenticity. And then you can clearly tell when they've lost any and all control of it. It's like, now it's just stupid, but this one has an end to it and it's definitely worth watching. It was really well done. Really well done. Dude, it had, bro, it had fingerprints of casino in there. Like every old drug gangster uh, movie you see very similar, very similar, but it was really good. A damn, if them people don't smoke a lot, it was like watching Peaky Blinders. Every scene, someone's puffing on a cigarette. It's like, dude, I want a cigarette. I want a cigarette. It's like, uh, remember Family Guy? It's like, how do we how do we get kids to advertise? And like, cuts to a commercial, smoke, <laughs> smoke. That's literally it. Uh, uh, yeah, but it's inaccurate. She wasn't a mom just trying to make ends meet. Uh, she has so much to him. Uh, yeah, of course, she, they're always going to take artistic licensing. They're always going to try and make the bad guy out to be like, oh, they're good, but they were put into a bad situation. So blah, blah, blah. it's like, no, they're generally just piece of crap people. Let's be honest with ourselves here. But as far as the entertainment value of it, it was pretty good. Now, I don't know. I had never heard of Griselda until this this thing. I've never heard of her. Um, they called her the ivory doll. But when you have Sofia Verrega playing her and everybody's like, oh, you know, that's not authentic. You know, well, come to find out like she was really fat, not very attractive. So it's like, but, you know, when you see someone like Sofia Verrega, it's like, I mean, I could see how this be true. When you've got a very beautiful woman like that, men are going to line up to support that. Especially if you got money, you got soldiers, you got coke, cocaine. Oh, yeah. And they're hitting the crack pipe, dude. Like it's, yeah. It's crazy. It's a good show. It's definitely a good show. You should check it out. Um, She killed over 200 people. Well, yeah, that's like a typical Tuesday in the cartel. I mean, it's it's what they do. Part of the job. Part of the job. I mean, what are you getting complaining about? Yeah. 
All right. Okay, MAGA, sit down. We got to have a talk. We got to have a talk. The Taylor Swift nonsense. Okay. <sighs> what the hell's happening to this GOP? What, what the hell is happening? If you're not aware, the likes of Vivek Ramaswamy, Jack Sobasek, and the rest of these nerds, Benny Johnson, these idiot grifters out here, have you heard the latest thing now? They're going to rig the Super Bowl so that Taylor Swift and her boyfriend can then get all this clout and then endorse Joe Biden. They're saying the relationship is staged. They're saying this is all for the clicks and then ultimately to get more support for Joe Biden. That's the whole reason. So basically they said they're rigging the NFL. They are rigging the Super Bowl for her to come out and endorse Joe Biden. She's going to endorse Joe Biden? She's going to endorse Joe Biden? Again? What? Now, let me just, let me, let me see if I get this straight. Now, I'm not a fan of Taylor Swift. She's already came out as a liberal. Now, her music is meh, but it does resonate with the younger generation. Women, I'm fine. Swifties, I don't care. Here's the deal. She doesn't make, like her music in comparison to other things, it's not that bad. It's, I mean, it's really not. It's not WAP. You know, it's nothing like that. It's like, it's music you could listen to around your children. So that in of itself, and I am a big proponent of saying like, look, when it comes to artistry, music, things like that, I don't care about the creator's politics. I care about what it is they're creating. I can do without the nonsense of a political, I don't care. But if I like a song, I'm not going to say I refuse to listen to it because I hate that person. I mean, unless that person's just a real douchebag. Now, Taylor Swift has come out in the past and she did things about mansplaining, manspreading, you know, and then it, it really started to, you know, people started giving her pushback. Like, stop doing this. Just entertain us, monkey, and shut up. That's it. Bang the cymbals, play the guitar, sing your music about your next breakup, and shut up. And it seemed like she kind of did that. Now, Taylor Swift has been on an uphill rise for a while. She's earned whatever you did. Again, I'm not a fan of her. I don't listen to her stuff. I don't watch her. I don't care. I do like making fun of Swifties because you're so easily triggered. It's like going after the twinks and the beta girls. It's just hilarious. Anyway, but this is the new thing pushed by MAGA, the MAGA influencers. Now, realistically speaking, does this have any kind of detrimental effects? Yes, it does. And here's where it does. Okay. Pull this up right here. Right-wing media. Figures target Taylor Swift with absurd conspiracy theory ahead of the Super Bowl. Jimmy Kimmel picks this up. You can go Google Taylor Swift Pentagon, Taylor Swift Biden, and all of these MSM outlets are running with the story. And what are they doing? They're quoting these right-leaning political pundits because they're morons. And what does that do? It turns people off to the GOP. It makes it sound like Republicans are out of their minds. So let me see if I can get this straight. An already successful country music slash pop entertainer that really resonates with young women and a lot of conservatives, might I add, is doing very well for herself. Probably the most famous star that we have right now, probably makes the most money, has a lot of influence. And you're saying, who, by the way, who's already come out as a liberal, and you're saying she's going to endorse Joe Biden and swing the election. Where have you been for like the last, I don't know, since politics have ever been in existence? Pop stars do it. Hollywood actors do it. Do you not remember the likes of Mark Ruffalo up there crying about Native Americans and, oh, Joe Biden, uh, Donald Trump, blah, blah, blah. This is nothing new. 
But this is what MAGA does, or like the likes of, the likes of Benny Hinn and the grifter turning point nerds. They take something that's already in existence that you can clearly see, and then they try and tack a conspiracy to it. They're saying it's a fake relationship. How do you know? I mean, how do you know? We don't. So I don't really care. I mean, here's the other thing, you know, and this is where conservatives kind of get on my nerves. It's like, you know, they're attacking her, blah, blah, blah. Why is everybody not like her? It's like, well, mainly because the NFL has put her face everywhere. And I can understand why a lot of football fans are upset with that. Because, like, I don't, I don't go to KFC to get a Big Mac. I don't watch the NFL. Well, that's it. I, I, don't, I don't watch that. But I'm sure sports fans, like, I don't watch football to see the likes of Taylor Swift. Because I don't care. To get a little annoying. Like, it does. Every time that- it was no different than Colin Kaepernick. It was no different than all the other BS. Like, I just want to watch some football. Can I just see some dudes just give each other concussions, please? And then cry and be disappointed once Dallas gets slaughtered again? But this is what the GOP has given us now. Did you see that the RNC is taking out lines of credit now because Ronald McDaniels were broke? Oh, yeah. Great job. Great job. She's good. It's ridiculous. She is good. <sighs> it's ridiculous. So you believe the federal government is shipping in voters through the border. That's literally, I didn't say the federal guy. I said, basically they're leaving that border wide open so people can come in. But then the well, thing that's is, uh, actually that's actually happening. happening. We can see it you're happening making, yeah. in real time. Yeah. Your, your comparison here doesn't even make any sense. But to sit there and say that Taylor Swift is a Pentagon asset, I'm going to need to see the proof. And nobody has any proof outside of yeah, what speculation. What, would it, what difference would it make anyway? Because That's what she's, I'm saying. She's already supporting she's the like, Democrats. Yes, Whatever, thank you. They could put up a turd and she'd be like, yes. <laughs> That's, That's the saying. one. That's the turd we need to vote for. But this is, it's kind of like MAGA plays on the ignorance of the voter base to sit there and say that, well, you know, they could be doing this so she, and she's going to support Joe Biden. She probably is going to support Joe Biden. She's a liberal. I mean, I mean, and it makes sense why the NFL would keep showing her big face. Yes, every, they want they, money. They made like $300 million yeah. since she started showing yep. up to the games. Yeah. Now, here's the deal. When people say like a propaganda, or excuse me, a, uh, a Pentagon asset, or like the CIA is a, and there's people saying this in the, in the MAGA camp. You're like, whatever you're smoking, you need to stop. You need to stop. Now, there's a difference than say, for example, like those, the Biden administration that recruited TikTok stars to push the freaking narratives they want. That's common sense. That's, that's every day. The right does it. The Hence, that's why Turning Point even exists. So while MAGA is trying to package this in a sense of like conspiracy theorists, and I'm just sitting here saying like, yeah, and it's not a conspiracy theorist or theorist. It's true. She's already a liberal. She's going to endorse Joe Biden. What are you talking about? But it, it, isn't it interesting how if they phrase it a certain way, we can easily just say, oh, it's a conspiracy. No, it's common freaking sense. But that's what the geo, this, I call it conservative ink, con ink. It's trending on Twitter right now. If con she, ink. If she came out in support of Trump, do you think she would get this much attention? Probably even more so. You think so? Oh, because people would want to cancel her. I think, I think it would be not well, a Snoop Dogg like, just came out and was like, who? Snoop Dogg? Yeah. He's he not was like, well, I mean, I mean, yeah. He didn't support Donald. He just said that I got no, I got no beef with him. Right. I don't know why he's not Italian, but whatever. <laughs> I got no beef with it. But uh, yeah, I, I think it's sort of a big deal in that in their culture. Oh sure, yeah. 
when they see one of their own, a guy oh, yeah. who did a music video, like shooting yeah. him in the head and all of a sudden he's... Why do you think Republicans love it when we see like a, an actor come out in support of like the conservative movement? It's like, because it's number one, it's rare. But number two, it's like, oh, finally, we got some people with some influence. <clears throat> They're doing the right thing. Which leads me to the next thing that people are not going to like me saying. But I really don't care. Over the weekend, I saw the likes of Matt Walsh and Ben Shapiro getting criticized for the lack of enthusiasm for their support of Ron DeSantis. I'm going to say this. When I see someone like Ben Shapiro, that, and Matt Walsh, and to be frank, all the Daily Wire people, and what we do here on the show as well, but we don't get paid billions of dollars. We don't get paid on anything. When I see you commentating, as we do here, and saying, these are the issues in America. These are the problems that we have. And then when it comes time to fix said problems by trying to back a candidate that we feel is probably the best person for the job, and that would be Ron DeSantis. And I'm only saying this a sense of because that's who Matt Walsh and Ben Shapiro publicly backed. They said that. Now, Matt Walsh's tweets from back in 2020, 2021 were very anti-Trump, massively pro-DeSantis. You can go look it up for yourself. It's all there. But then, suddenly, what changes? The ferocity isn't there anymore. They tone it back a little bit. They're certainly not showing any energy. Now, here's the deal. I don't, I don't care. I'm going to vote for whom I think, whom I think is the best person. I don't take my marching orders from the lags of Matt Walsh and Ben Shapiro. It, I just, it's, it's entertainment. I call it conservative media, conservative con ink. It's con ink. It's outrage politics. They're going to make money off of this. But where I find or where I take issue is that when someone like DeSantis comes along that you've endorsed, you believe in could change things in regards to even all these things that you're so outraged about, but then your support is lackluster at best. And then Walsh has the audacity to say that I'm so glad the primaries are over. It's like, I'm sure you are, but you were basically like a whisper. I saw you promoting your chocolate company. I saw you promoting your razor company. I saw you promoting Lady Ballers. I saw you, I saw Ben Shapiro for the last three or four days as America's number one rapper. I saw all of what you were doing there. But when it came to actually endorsing the person that you felt was the best for the job, you half-assed it. Now, am I saying that there's anything wrong with that? No, of course not. I find it to be very hypocritical though, because this is why I call them Con Inc. They know that right now the majority of GOP voters support Donald Trump. A lot of those GOP voters subscribe to the Daily Wire. Hence, Glenn Beck, circa 2015, 2016. You shifted because you knew if you stood on your principles, you're going to lose money. And Daily Wire is no different. Now, moving forward, I will look at them as entertainment, and that's literally it. I am not saying that Matt Walsh has not done a lot. He has. I will not take that from that man. I respect him. I don't hate these people. I respect them. Matt's done a lot to fight the trans ideologies. But it is one thing to fight against the left. And it's another thing to fight against your own. Because when you fight against your own, you're going to lose money. After all, that's what it's all about, right? I mean, because you don't see any of the turning point people banned off social media. You see their posts going viral. Weird how that works. So I just feel like if you're going to sit here 
and you're going to farm outrage over politics and then somebody comes along that you feel could actually change it and then your support is kind of meh because you don't want to risk losing subscribers. And then the likes of the Babylon Bee, Seth gentleman, comes out there and starts making fun of people that are lobbing criticisms at Matt Walsh. And these criticisms, I feel, are very justified. But what does he do? And he's kind of making fun of the fact, like, yeah, Matt, you didn't do enough. You should have blah, 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 blah. And Matt Walsh comes out and criticizes people saying, you don't have any skin in the game. Matt, I've already covered this. Your elitism is showing through. You need to humble yourself down a little bit, big guy. You're a big name in conservative circles, but you are not above anybody else out there, big guy. You're really not. Because when you make it up so high, the only place you've got to go is down. But here's the crazy part, though. And you might not like this, but I really don't care. Here's the crazy part. Say like Daily Wire goes under. Say like you lose. It's just it's done. Okay. You've got a golden parachute. You guys are raking it in hand over fist. Politics makes you, we must be doing it wrong. We, we, we must be doing it wrong because these guys are millionaires. Charlie Kirk lives in a million dollar mansion in Arizona. Isn't it, isn't it interesting? Maybe people need to start waking up. And I've said this many times in the past. It is a money thing. I mean, didn't, don't you remember me telling you a while back about it has me a little worried that Daily Wire is putting its fingers into everything. Harry's razors, chocolate, yeah. stuff like this. I was like, I'm not against capitalism, but it seems very interesting that they see something to capitalize off of. They make lots of money, but what are they doing with the money? Are they buying things? Are they? Are, no, no. I'm just saying that if they're <laughs> doing this raises, to fight, no, no. Well, I'm saying if they're doing this to fight the culture war. Now I'm just I'm asking this in good faith. Are they donating to campaigns? Are I, they? I don't know. Are they? Are That's they? Good like, question. I'm very curious on that one. So it's like you're farming all this outrage and you're fighting counterculture, but you're really not. Matt Walsh is. I'll give him that he is. But I'm sorry, buying your chocolate from Daily Wire isn't doing jack to Hershey's. It's just really not. Now I'm not condemning people for why. They, here's the thing. I love the fact they did that. I do. I respect you do need a, a counter economy because if the left is going to play by those rules, well, of course, you're going to have to develop something in opposition to that. But I find it very disingenuous that when you've done all this and then you say you support DeSantis, but I don't see nearly the same energy that you have for pushing your new rap song, which, again, it's making you a lot of money. But you're very just eh, on DeSantis. And then your rebuttal is I've spoken about him many times on the show. Really? You criticize Trump like crazy, but now that the, the election season's back on, those criticisms have kind of, meh, they're not as harsh as they once were. Case in point, go look at Matt Walsh's tweets from 2021, 2020, again, or for pro uh, DeSantis, and look at, look at now. So yeah, you can say what you want. Actions speak louder than words. And in this case, your words were very hard to hear. You towed the line, you threaded the needle just enough to have a defense to say, look what I said here. It's like, really? I've seen Shapiro more animated, more motivated to push his rap song than I ever saw for DeSantis. Are you going to download it? What? His rap song? No. I don't even like Tom McDonald. I think, I'm sorry. I think this stuff is cringe. I think it's cringe. I don't care. 
It's no different than Latinos for Trump. It's just cringe. I'm it's sorry. It's an opportunity. It is. To make a little little yeah. quiche on the side, oh, I think. I'm not, not, dude, I believe in capital. I'm not saying they shouldn't be allowed. I, I just don't want it to help. I don't, I'm, I'm, I don't think I would ever walk into the gym and be turning on a Tom McDonald song. Just not my thing. I just, I still don't know who it is. <laughs> he's a dude with dreads and faced out him now. I'm not saying he's not talented. I mean, clearly he's got that much fame and people like him. I mean, clearly it's, it's not my shot. It's not my thing. But like I said, though, the point is that there's a lot of money in politics. There's a lot of opportunities and people are jumping all over it and they're claiming to be on your side. And so, and this is what I love about Twitter, though. Some people are out there is like, look, stop criticizing our side. Well, two reasons there. Number one, in order for there to be change, there has to be some type of resistance to influence said change. Otherwise, you get more of the same. More of the same. That's just the truth. And people that take that type of positioning, you're the same ones that say, don't criticize Donald Trump because he's a god. Yes, there should be infighting. There should be criticisms. It's needed. That's just the way it goes. And secondly, I love, I absolutely love this defense. Well, they're on our side and we don't want to make them hate DeSantis. He didn't do shit for DeSantis. What does it matter? You haven't lost an ally. You lost someone that's an acquaintance of DeSantis. Stop with this nonsense. Now, here's the deal. People are going to counter that with, like, John's just bitter about DeSantis losing. No, it is what it is. I said as soon as it happened, democracy has spoken, so be it. We're going to have to go and see which direction this takes us. And right now, the direction is taking us down the road of Taylor Swift being a CIA asset. That's where it's taking us, right? But the one thing that does bother me is that people that sit there and posture themselves as being advocates and allies and standing for conservatives and wanting to fix these issues, when you come along and you say, like, this is the guy, and then I see your support just kind of dwindle, um, I'm kind of questioning your, your reasoning. I really am. Because I see the likes of Dana Lausch. I see the likes of Steve Deese. I see the likes of myself and some other people that we had skin in the game. We went against the narrative. We went against what the massive GOP members want. We said, no, I think DeSantis is a better candidate. And what do we risk? We lost customers. We lost a lot. But Daily Wire, oh no, 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 no. They did good. They're doing very good. So I'm just going to say, just watch folks. Just watch. When you've got money in there, Suddenly, it's not that principles start changing, but it's the level to which they support or don't support kind of just fades away. Watch for yourself. So in the future, I will not take Matt Walsh and I will not take Dan or uh, Ben Shapiro when it comes to primaries. I won't take them seriously because when the time called for it, you were meh. So, and there's a lot of people like I'm unsubscribing from them. I don't blame you. When the time called for it, you weren't there. And so Babylon B can sit there and you can try and run cover for them. But I got news for you. You con Inc. elites, you're not above us. You're right here with us. So the more of us that you want to demonize and then the way Matt Walsh responds, like you've got no skin in the game. Fair enough, big guy. Fair enough. Watch the subs. And if the subs go down, you got no one to blame but yourself. But that's the problem. When you're paid to that level, when you've got that much support, 
Can you really say anything to go against your audience? Hell no. Hell no. So I told you people, like, you're probably not going to like me after a while. Because I'm not going to sit here and toe some kind of party line and tell you the crap that you want to hear. I'm going to give you my truth. I got to hate saying that. I'm not going to say my truth. I'm going to say, I'm going to give you my opinion. And this, and here's the thing. There's not a single one of you out there that could could easily come back at me and say, well, you've never given the reasonings why your opinion is what it is. I always do. I say, this is my rationalization for why my opinion is A, B, or C. It's never been, well, hmm, I just don't like Donald Trump. No, he sucks. Policy, he sucks. Them's the facts, bitch. And people say, like, oh, it's TDS. Like, no, we can look at the CARES Act. We can look at the First Step Act. We can look at the border. We can look at this. We can look at the red flag. We can look at all this. And people are just kind of like, oh, no, I see where you're coming from. Versus those who are kind of like, nope, 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 not listening. He's a god. He's a god. Oh, god, no, no, he's a god. I'm voting down Trump. I'm still voting Trump. I'm still voting DeSantis. So that's where I'm coming from on that. I don't hate these people. I don't wish them failure. I don't wish anything bad or negative to happen. And here's the thing. If you want to keep listening and subscribe, dude, dude I'm, not, I'm not condemning that. And I know this comes from a place where people like John Burke just hates it. No, we are technically on the same side. And yes, they've done a lot of good. I will not take that from them. But I would like to see that energy matched in all aspects. But I'm not expecting it to. Because again, you don't bite the hand that feeds you. And that's why sometimes independent journalists, independent podcasters like us, those are the people you got to get the truth from or the closest thing to it. Shannon Joy, she's another one. Listen to their shows. I know Steve Deese jokes on his show sometimes. He's like, you know, I don't know how much longer they're going to let me stay here at the Blaze. And he jokes about it, but I'm kind of like, yeah, bro. I mean, <laughs> you're joking, but it's hot. It's possible. Who is it? Steve Deese. Oh, okay. You remember when Tommy Lahren worked for the Blaze? She went on The View and said that she was, she didn't necessarily, she was, she didn't necessarily say she was pro-choice, but she said, I believe the government should stay out of it. And what did Beck do? He fired her. So diversity of opinion, well, that's not a thing, apparently. It's the best thing that ever happened to her. It is. Then she got picked up by Fox. Yeah. And even though I don't care for her anymore, but still, it was the best thing that happened to her. Probably made way more Fox than she ever did at The Blaze. Yeah. But Glenn Beck, I never take that dude serious. He's a clown. He's a joke. You sit there and you just you take the MAGA hat, oh, because the media hates Trump, I'm MAGA. No, you're just a sellout. You have no principles. And folks, when these guys are rich, when they're loaded, when they're making so much conning money, principles be damned. And that's why these assholes do not like me. I think that's how it can come off if you approach it how Glenn Beck approached it in the mm-hmm. very beginning. Oh, yeah. well, rather he, than approaching yeah. it from just to see what kind of to see what happens first mm. instead of mean? calling Trump like a uh, crazy or he's not going to oh, yeah, win yeah, 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 or unelectable yeah, yeah. and all these other things. Yeah. As a journalist, he should have just sat back and reported on that. Would stuff. you say Beck's? A, I don't think Beck's a journalist. He's a pundit. He's a pundit. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not knocking that. I mean, that's what I do too. Right. Uh, Cause somebody called me a journalist. Like I am not a journalist. I was like, I don't go out there and investigate. It's literally, I'm just giving you an opinion. I mean, but he could have, same with Ben Shapiro, when he's like, oh, tariffs don't work. Well, they seem to have worked. Yeah, Shapiro's wrong on that. Yeah. 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 Shapiro's been like, wrong on a few things. Yeah. Right. Instead yeah. of just sitting back and seeing how things unfold and then making an opinion yeah. based on that. Yeah. So. 
think, think they do that because yeah. they want to use that for score points like later these, on. Say, Look, these I crystal, called it. Yeah, I had these crystal balls, and they yeah. be like, oh, this, this, and this. I, I mean, <laughs> we got like three crystal balls here at Shellshock. Yeah. We're gonna run this one for. We're gonna rub that one for the DNC results. We're gonna run this one for the GOP, and the middle one's gonna be for I don't. Have, I don't know what the hell's going on. MAGA and Taylor Swift. I don't know, but that no. I feel like that's what a lot of these political pundits do is they try and call things. So when people say like, you know, John, what's your call on this? Like, I'm giving you an opinion. I don't know. No, what? Nobody knows. Like nobody knows when, when people get it through their thick heads that nobody really knows. My God, how many people got Trump wrong in 2016? I thought he was going to get slaughtered by Hillary. The I had polling, a pretty good feeling that he was. No, dude, the poll, everybody. I had a pretty good oh, feeling. You're one of the few. Cause when I'm sitting there watching, you know, all the polls, all it's like, dude, and I, at the time, you I knew what I really Trump. started thinking that he was going to take it was when uh, St. Guger was having a meltdown. <laughs> no, no. When my wife was watching watch what happens live with Andy Cohen yeah. and he was doing these polls, these yeah. presidential polls of like who's going to win. Yeah. And obviously it's on E, it's a liberal yeah. or Bravo. It's a liberal oh, yeah, show. They're all over. Yeah. And they kept having Trump winning by a yeah, huge amount. They're like, wow. <laughs> They were, they were doing yeah. it like every single day. I'm I like, still go back and watch those clips. Win it. <laughs> those clips were the greatest, though. Just to see the liberal meltdowns. I was like, oh, this is so wonderful. It's incredible. But I think Sinks, Sinks was the best. Like, he was just melting down live. And nobody really knew who Trump was. We were just kind of like, okay, he's a maverick. He's coming in. He's going to shake things up. Fine. But these dudes are just melting. And I was like, you know what? That in of itself is worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. I mean, tax cuts were worth it. Oh, yeah. Energy independence was worth it. 100%. You know, the border security was worth it. Well, we didn't really have it. Border security? Yeah. Yeah, we didn't. Like, Obama, All yeah. these presidents said they were going to go down to the border. They're going to. That's the other thing that pisses me off. It's that this is, you know, I looked at a, a chart that showed the history of illegal immigration, and now it's at like 2.1 million in this year. And prior to that, it was like back in like, ooh, I want to say like 2003, it was like 100,000. And since then, it's jumped. So I'm sitting here saying, this has always been an issue. Mm-hmm. Why didn't, you know, and I think, I think Trump did put a spotlight on that. Because until Trump came in, nobody was talking about the border. Same with energy Nobody independence. Nobody was talking about the border. Same with, yeah, nobody. Well, they uh, were. Everybody, no, I think energy independence has been a while. Every single election though. cycle, they would all say the same thing. Uh, we're yeah. going to move the embassy in, yeah. Jer- in Israel to Jerusalem. Yeah. They all said it. We're going to secure the border. They all said it. And nobody ever did anything. He was the only guy that he, I mean, those are easy things to do. Yeah. So, and then he was talking about OPEC. I will give Trump the, that though. The, Trump, I think definitely. And I wonder why. I mean, he but didn't Trump do everything a, he great, but he did, some, glass, or the, he did do some good things. I mean, yeah. things that we haven't oh, seen yeah. any other president do. I will acknowledge that he has it, but he also did a lot wrong. I, I agree with you. I will, like I said, I've I said all this show. All, I've said it a lot on the show. There are many things that I think he did right, but there are also a lot of many things that I think he did wrong. I can understand so, why people would want to see a different person yeah. like DeSantis step oh, in and see what they could do. Yeah, but I agree. I mean, and you know, I listened to a clip from Matt Walsh today, which ironic. Uh, and Matt Walsh goes in there and he, he talks about that. It's like, okay, so basically what MAGA is saying here is that Trump wants a second chance. And I've said this before. I'm great minds think alike and I'm not even college educated. Well, I've got an associate's degree in general arts, whatever crap that's worth. But still, I come from the school of hard knocks, eagles, not chickens, johnburke.com. <laughs> no, I, I look at this and it's just kind of like, okay, Trump says he wants another chance, but you've given no inclination that you're going to change on anything. 
You've not apologized for the jab. In fact, you still brag. He still brags about the First Step Act, which released a lot of criminals. We've seen crime shoot through the roof. And then you got people like Austin Peterson. like, well, it was a good thing. He's like, not at the time it wasn't. Do you think it's because of that? Or do you think it's because of all the illegal aliens that have poured into this country? Both. A mixture of both. I won't, I won't not, I won't deny you that. But at the same time, when you are passing down more federal authority down to the states and the state's DAs are corrupt, bought Soros people. It's kind of like, okay, look, that's called political, political strategy. You got to start taking a microscope to their magnifying glass of these things. Like, okay, like, look, I've told this, I've said this so many times, Milton Friedman idea of you cannot judge a policy based upon the intent. You have to judge the policy based upon the outcome. The outcome has been disastrous. Now, and here's the conundrum that we face, though. The First Step Act, the First Step Act is more libertarian. It's more states' rights. So, yes, it's a good thing, but the conditions were not right. And that's to me, it's kind of like, okay. Mean the conditions weren't right. So basically, it gave more power back to the states, released a lot of people, released more criminals instead of locking more up. And what are all these corrupt? I mean, look at all these corrupt DAs right now. We have corrupt DAs everywhere. What kind of criminals? I know the one lady who was a drug dealer Mm -hmm. who was put away for life. Talking about Kim Kardashian's friend? The one so, that yeah. she went in and lobbied for? I think so. And yeah, I remember when seeing that one and everybody's like, oh, she's been pardoned. It's like, but this woman actually caused a lot of deaths. Like she trafficked in like what, 200, two, it was like 200 tons of Coke. And I'm kind of like, but why did you pardon her? But that dude that smoked a blunt that got rolled up, he's, he's in jail for what, five? Like I'm not seeing consistency yeah. here. And when you've got no consistency in policy, it just feels like, uh, like, you know, and it, uh, as crazy as it sounds that like we got 50 different states operating on different levels, but it's kind of like law is law is law, but it changes state to state to state. But it was just one of these things that when you've got so many corrupt people in these positions, I mean, look at Trump being tried in New York. You tell me that's not corruption. It's 100% corruption. Oh my God, dude. Did you see that crazy uh, yeah. ladies interview on CNN? I just laughed. Our MSNBC. Yeah, with Rachel Maddow. Dude, I know. Here's a dude, lady who allegedly was sexually assaulted or raped, whatever I she know. said, and they're sitting there laughing and yeah. yucking it up about how they're what they're gonna buy, which she's gonna buy everybody. Eighty six million. She's like, if you want a house, we're gonna get you a house. And then her lawyer's kind of like, she's joking, of course. And it's like, you better add that in there. Yeah, right. You better add that. Sure, in there. she is. Uh-huh. Uh, and everybody's like, she's not gonna see a dime of that money. It's like Trump has to hire an appeals lawyer now. He actually posted this on Truth Social today or yesterday. He said, we're hiring an appeals. He said, I'm interviewing law firms because he's not going to use Alina. He's got to use an actual um, expert on appeals. And I've got an article on Alina, how ineffective she was as a lawyer because Tim Parlator weighed in. You should watch the interview. He does it on CNN. It's actually really good. And Tim Parlator used to work for Trump and he's not an anti-Trumper. He's one of those lawyers that's like, I'm, I don't pick sides. I represent my client. That's it. I'm not going any, like he, he never, he didn't criticize Trump. He didn't like praise Trump. He just said there were screw ups as far as her defense. Case in point, one right here. Um, let me pull this up. Alina Haba uh, scrambles after E. Jean Carroll's attorney calls for sanctions. So I like, no, this is what happened. Alina Haba filed a complaint against the judge after the trial citing that the judge and Elena and other people had like uh, associations, like they knew each other. Therefore, the trial was compromised. And every lawyer out there is like, you should have filed that at the beginning of the trial. You let it go through. So, of course, it's going to get thrown out. You're only using it now as a defense tactic because you lost. Versus if you go into the trial saying, you, your honor, this is, a, you know, I feel like this, we're not going to get a fair shake here. I feel like this is compromised. And she didn't. Therefore, showing... Tim Parter, a lot of lawyers on social media are like, bring in, and they're actually Trump people. It's like, she is an idiot. 
And it's like, I like Trump, but he's picking idiots. And the problem is lawyers don't want to work for him because they're cut like, look at Giuliani. He's like, that dude's done, done. Giuliani. Oh my God. Alina Haba, an attorney for Donald Trump, seemed to backpedal on Tuesday after suggesting District Court Judge Lewis Kaplan had not disclosed a conflict of interest. In a letter on Monday, Haba pointed out to a New York Post report claiming Kaplan was the mentor of E. Jean Carroll's attorney, Robert uh, Roberta Kaplan. The attorney responded by calling for possible sanctions against Haba for utterly baseless claims. Uh, Haba sent a letter to the judge within hours of the threat of sanctions. In her letter, Ms. Kaplan mischaracterizes the substance of a letter recently submitted on behalf of President Trump and makes inflammatory and unwarranted accusations, Haba wrote. Contrary to Ms. Kaplan's contention, there are no false allegations of a mentor-mentee relationship between Your Honor and Ms. Kaplan, contained in the January 29th letter. To be clear, this claim originated solely from the New York Post, where it was purportedly sourced from a former Paul Weiss partner who was asked not to be named. The letter continued, I played no part in uncovering this information, have never communicated with the unnamed Paul Weiss partner, and have no personal knowledge as to whether the information contained in the article is also true or false. Haba insisted that the point of her Monday letter was to verify whether the information contained in the New York Post article is accurate. Since Ms. Kaplan has now denied that there was ever a mentor-mentee relationship between herself and your honor, this issue has seemingly been resolved, she concluded. You just accused the judge. Like, are you an idiot? Like, uh, yeah, you're, you're just kind of like, yeah. Trump knows how to pick them. But that's the problem. When you've alienated everybody, no one wants to work for you because there isn't a lawyer out there who's like, yeah. Uh, maybe one of his kids should have went to law school. You know what I mean? They didn't? I thought they did. Went to law school? Yeah. I thought uh, Eric, Eric Trump. Really? I could be wrong on that one. I'm, maybe I'm wrong. I, don't, I know Don's not. He's an idiot. There ain't no way that dude passed law school. <laughs> maybe they should get Cernovich. You know, he failed the bar like four times. Moron. Maybe she get him. The paid grifter. It's ridiculous. But I saw that. I'm kind of like, good grief, dude. And then, you know, she, she talked about, you know, the fact that grounds for... Um, whatever, I'll leave it alone. But I just see this and, you know, and you're never going to convince people of your positioning to say like, look, that trial was bullshit. It was a bullshit trial. I'll admit that. Yes. The second trial, bro, you defamed her. Like, I don't know what you want me to tell you. Shut up. And it's interesting though, on True Social, he hasn't posted anything about her or her name rather. I don't think he has. I've been watching. It's like, did Trump learn his lesson? Yeah, what exactly did he say about her? He said he didn't do it. Basically that he didn't defame her. And here's the problem. You're going to have a lot of people out there, all these social media lawyers and stuff saying it's no, blah, blah, blah. you weren't in the trial. You didn't see the evidence. We weren't. That's why they, that's why these trials should have been transparent. We should have been able to see everything, but there's a reason they didn't. Cause there wasn't any evidence. No, no. As far as the defamation, I'm sure there was evidence. I'm sure bro. It's a, it's a jury. I mean, if, I, here's the thing though. You know, when they select these jury people, they do in-depth background checks on these people. And then Alina has to say, yes, we're cool with it, or no, we're not. They pick these, they pick the jury. So what are we supposed to say? By the way, I got to tell you something offline about the uh, Janae thing. Oh, it's good. It's so good. I can't talk about it. I shouldn't even say, I'm sorry. I should have said anything. It's just fucking hilarious. The billboard pissed her off, by the way. Who <laughs> did it? It's great. It's great. Oh my God. Here's it. Here's something interesting here. The Michelle Obama thing, that might be happening. She's going to throw her balls in the ring. Throw her big Johnson in the ring. (laughs) Obama's lead's confession could spell the end for Biden. Uh, 
Oh, never mind. This is a, you see, that's why I hate Breitbart sometimes. Your stuff is like, this following content is sponsored by the Free Report Society. So it's a lie. Okay, never mind. Now, the reason I brought that up, though, is that I did see this one poll that showed Joe Biden and Trump being very close. Then there's other polls in swing states, depending on where you're getting your polling source from, that shows them as to be close. I'm really wondering, I'm thinking out loud here, if they start to realize that Biden's not picking up momentum, that he's not polling ahead of Trump as much as they wanted him to, are they going to wheel out Michelle Obama? Because I think if they did wheel out Michelle... I think she, I, I do. I think she'd slaughter Trump. I think she think would unite the she left. She would start making more public. That's public what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, right yeah, now. yeah. Because if you're gonna do it, you better do it now. Eleven months is gonna go by real fast. These dudes been campaigning for almost a year. More, right? Mm. Start campaigning yeah, in like twenty one. Uh, no, technically he didn't announce his presidency. There's a I forget what the law on that is. It's uh, oh my god, I have to look it up. Like so, but he's yeah. been out in the yeah, public yeah, yeah, and. Yeah. I'm talking about, I should say, officially campaigning. Right. Because, you know, you're not wasting your time. You need to get out there and actually start like, hey, letting people know I'm running. But I didn't I didn't know this was happening. Mark Zuckerberg. You know, and I think that hurt DeSantis, too. What? Waiting as long as he did. Yeah. Um, That's just my my personal opinion. You know, I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't think yeah. it helped him. Yeah, maybe because he was, he was basically, you know, I talked to a few friends like my hunting buddy that he was like, I didn't even know DeSantis is running. I was like, right. yeah, I couldn't. So I could, I could possibly agree to the fact of like, yeah, you should, you maybe should have done it sooner. But, and then also, you know, his campaign people, yeah, took some really bad advice. Yeah. Um, apparently, uh, Zuckerberg's getting grilled in Congress. You see this yeah, again? I saw a little bit of that. Um, this is over a serious thing here. Mark Zuckerberg, TikTok, and ex-CEOs grilled over failure to stop child exploitation at hearing. You have blood on your hands. Do you think these dudes care? No. Do you think they give a shit? They uh-uh. don't care. Uh-uh. Hmm. The chief executives of social media companies Meta, X, TikTok, Snap, and Discord faced tough questions on their efforts to combat online child sexual exploitation at a Senate hearing on Wednesday. Senator Dick Durbin, the Judiciary Committee's Democratic chairman, cited statistics from the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children nonprofit group that showed that financial sextortion in which a predator tricks a minor into sending explicit photos and videos has skyrocketed last year. Yeah, it's this group out of Africa. Uh, oh, I just thought pedophiles in general. You being serious? Uh, yeah, there's a group in Africa. I forget what the name of it. It starts with a Y, but they... Trick kids into oh you told me about that and then they like them. yeah and then they hold them for ransom or yeah. they like so you got to pay us money and that yep. one kid killed himself over it yeah. yeah I was just thinking in terms of like pedophiles in general but yeah that's a good point too um but here's the other thing though like oh man you're really not gonna like this positioning parents why are you letting your children on social media I think it's more like high school kids okay fair but even that oof. It's 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 gonna get real tough how, to how monitor what? your, yeah, your yeah. teenager uh, who's going to yeah. high school and yeah. they have their own phone now. And well, you're like you're a father. You have a daughter. Yep. What age would you think it's appropriate for her to have access to social media? That's, At yeah. least late teens, sixteen, seventeen, maybe. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. That's dude. That's that's another reason of like bringing kids into this world. That's a factor. That's a factor. You know, there's always going to be some reason why 
you, yeah, you but that's a big kids, factor, though. That's like I wouldn't that's, trade my kids in for anything. Oh yeah, of course. Well, I mean, I don't know, man. A good, a good cherry popsicle sounds good right now. I'm kidding. I trade your kids for a snow cone. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm totally frustrated <laughs> with you, bro. <laughs> you have wonderful kiddos. Yeah, but that's that's definitely one of those things that when you think about it, it's like now you got to worry about and you, your kids go to private school. But what about yeah. kids that go to public school? Now you got to worry about that BS nonsense, the LGBT crap being thrown on them and then the social media. And then just, you know, back during my time, it was like the biggest thing you can get in trouble for smoking in the boys restroom. Smoking in your boys room. That was literally it. And then you get in some serious trouble if you knock a girl up, in which case she just moves to another town and it never happened. Just like the Christians intended it. <laughs> She accidentally falls down the steps. And and slipped on a dick. <laughs> oh, people are really going to hate me after the show. I don't care. I don't do it for the money. I don't do it for the money. Do it for the clicks. I do it for the clicks. No, we don't get clicks. <laughs> people say, you sold out. Like, to who? Like, show me, please, this money. I need this. Like, please, give me this money. Uh, you want to you take some calls? Uh, let me run over okay. what... Uh, yeah, let's take some calls. We'll go ahead and take some calls. Open we'll open up the lines. Take some calls. Uh, and then we're going to go to our last article of the day, which it's viewer discretion is advised. Be, be advised on that one. We'll take your calls and I'll let you listen to the audio of this guy. Um, I'm not going to, and I'm going to end the Twitter stream because I don't want to risk it and banned on Twitter. Um, but I will let you hear and listen to the audio of the son that decapitated his father and then basically calls for civil war. And then I'm going to read to you how he got arrested and what he was arrested with, which is going to kind of shock you a little bit. Let's take your calls. Yellow. Hello, is this John? RFK? Is this John? This is John. This is Donald J. Trump. And I got to say, first up, I tried calling in however many times. Holy cow, Josh, I'm a former president. Show me some respect. Anyways, we got a lot of guys talking a bunch of spat on me. You're one of them, and I got to say... Oh, what a loser, this guy. I want them to say, wow, this guy's a loser. I know your guy, Daddy DeSantis, the sanctimonious, Ron sanctimonious. I know you call him Daddy. Dropped out like a big loser, I gotta say. I told you so. You're one with the radical left and the Chinese, the Chinese government, I gotta say. You look like a metrosexual Fred Flintstone, as I heard Hobo Chili say. He's in your chat all the time. You have a tiny penis, the tiny penis, the tiniest penis anyone's ever seen. Everyone knows how tiny your penis is. Has, has about as much use as a nun's tits. <laughs> Sheila and Melania have talked all about our tiny penises. Or peni, I should say. Penis for plural. Anyways, Josh, on the other hand, I gotta say, what a great man. He's not milk toast like your cracker ass or my former press secretary. <laughs> I'll have to invite him out tomorrow, Lago. You'll have a great time. Look at these beautiful girls, prettiest girls in the world, I gotta say. Anyways, you know, we got a lot of Jews, as you know. I pull well with the Jews. You know, and the black guys, black guys. They're okay. Snoop D-O double G. Anyways, I got to go deal with my legal troubles. But don't make me laugh. Good luck, Mr. Anyways, President. Thanks I gotta for calling go deal with my... Not a fucking second, John. Holy shit. Anyways, I have to go deal with my legal troubles. We pay that E. Jean Carroll 83 million bucks. Let me tell you something. E. Jean Carroll, ugly as a pig. I've never met this woman in my life, aside from the one picture I took with her. She looks like the lady from Ghostbusters before turning into the state puffed marshmallow man. So shut your ass up 
or support me, and then we'll forget any of this ever happened. Okay, Johnny, out. <laughs> oh, my God. Good and stuff. people don't even have to pay for this. You don't even pay for this kind of entertainment. You just get it. You just get it. It just happens. It just happens. So why not support us over on Rumble or Locals? Liking in a bottle daily. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let me tell you, folks. I'm going to tell you something right now. It's so milk toast. He's got milk in his toast, folks. I've seen the toast that you dip in the milk. It's so great. But it's not good when you do politics. I'm going to tell you something. I love the milk toast. Oh, it's great stuff. Great stuff. Never a dull moment. Yeah. Never a dull moment. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right, folks, if you're watching on Twitter, come over to Rumble, uh, rumble.com. Just type in John Burke. You'll find me. I want to hand it over there because I don't want to get banned. We're about to play some audio for you that um, comes from the most recent uh, murder of this gentleman who, again, his father was a federal employee for 20 years. He murders him, decapitates him. And uh, I, I don't know if we should show the video on Rumble. Uh, probably not. Probably not. Probably not. Okay. Uh, but I will let you, well... I'll let you listen to the first three seconds of the audio, and then we'll actually show you the video of the man himself actually talking, because I don't think that'll get us banned. No. No, that should be fine. All right, folks, uh, on Twitter, I'll see you next time. Come over to Rumble. The link has already been posted. Appreciate your love and support over there. Uh, let's continue. All right. So uh, we've turned off the live stream on Twitter, because I just really don't want to get banned over there. Um, okay, so here we go. <sighs> let me let you listen to the audio first. And I do want to, again, say uh, viewer discretion is advised with this. So here we go. Turn it up. Here we go. Okay, right here, just so you guys are aware, he's holding up the decapitated head of his father. It's in a plastic bag. Um, it's really bloody. Uh, it's, it's sad. And he begins to talk. This is the head of Mike Moan, a federal employee of over 20 years, and my okay. father. And okay, he puts the, the head back. Now I'll let you listen or read or see the rest of it. Um, here we go. He is now in hell for eternity as a traitor to his country. It is said that those who commit treason and betray others occupy the lowest pits of hell for all time. The federal government of America has declared war on America's citizens and the American states. America is rotting from the inside out as far-left, woke mobs rampage our once prosperous cities, turning them into lawless zones. Taxpayer dollars are printed and used for anything but the taxpayers with little to no accountability, which has inflated the economy to near destruction and has made it so most Americans can no longer afford the American dream. Meanwhile, a fifth-column army of illegal immigrants infiltrates our border, and if the traitorous Biden regime is successful in sending America's military overseas to fight for Ukraine and die in a Russian winter, just like every other military who has ever fought Russia in the winter, then America will be less protected when the fifth column of illegal immigrants strikes Americans on our own soil. My name is Justin Moan. I'm the commander of America's National Network of Militias, which you may know of as Moan's Militia. I now give the following order for all militia and patriots across the United States of America. All federal employees are to be killed on site. All FBI, IRS, and other federal law enforcement offices, as well as federal courthouses, are to be sieged around the country. 
All federal agents, U.S. Marshals, federal judges, and Border Patrol are to be killed or else captured, tortured for information, and publicly executed for betraying their country. Earn your place in heaven by sending a traitor to hell early. I ask America's police, state national guard, and military veterans to join your countrymen against the traitors in the federal government, unless you want to see Philadelphia and every other major city in America turn into a lawless zone like Portland and San Francisco. While we siege federal buildings and hunt down federal employees at their homes or anywhere else they may be hiding, I ask for local Pennsylvania and New Jersey militia to act as my personal security force and form a protective zone around me to kill any federal agent who attempts to arrest or kill me. Governor Shapiro and other state governors are not to be harmed unless they intervene. The federal government is the enemy, not the state government. If I am captured or killed, do not give up. This is America and our freedoms we are fighting for. This is our children's futures we are fighting for. Joe Biden is no longer in power. I am now officially the acting president of America under martial law. If Joe Biden does not abdicate, then capture him and bring him to me in Pennsylvania. General Charles Brown, General Lloyd Austin, and all other active American military generals, now is our last chance to retake America from the traitors. Do not order the military against the state militias and America's patriots. We are not your enemy and I ask the military to join us if they want to see America continue to exist and to uphold their oaths to defend the Constitution. No American military personnel are to be harmed during this revolution by my followers. I am issuing a $1 million bounty on the following individuals alive or half a million dollars dead. Oh, please let me be FBI on that list. FBI Director Chris Wray, uh -huh. Attorney General Merrick Garland, ex-Attorney General Bill Barr, and Supreme Court Chief Justice John Roberts. I am also issuing a $100,000 bounty on the heads of any and all federal judges, such as Judge Mark Kearney, who made it his goal to gut the Philadelphia Police Department of over, a, of over $1 million of their funds so that Philadelphia would turn into more of a lawless zone. Unless he has recently relocated, Judge Kearney lives at 1077 Stony Brook Drive in Blue Bell, uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, shit. I didn't know about that part. I didn't hear that part. Oh, too late. One nine four two two. Judge Kearney also recently. I'm gonna skip ahead of that. Destroying any remnants of the social contract, which was one of the key ideologies behind the Declaration of Independence and one of the main reasons for the revolution that founded America. There are traitor federal judges such as this installed in courts all across the country, purposely doing the opposite of justice to destroy America from within and carry out a globalist and communist agenda. At this time, I have $10 million to exhaust on these bounties, but while I secure more funds, I hope for Americans to continue fighting the traitor federal government out of love for their country, not out of love for bounties. If you are a federal employee and are listening to this message, now is your last chance to resign from the side of the traitors and join your countrymen in taking back your country. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm going to stop it right there. I think he's about to pull the head back out. I didn't watch the entire thing, just parts of it, and it was like, oh, my God. <clears throat> Let me shift back over here so we can continue this, because this is, this is unhinged. Let's keep going. Or else this is your fate. He shows his father's head in a bucket, and then he continues. I urge the U.S. Postal Service to suspend their services at this time, split from the federal government, and join your countrymen or else I cannot offer federal postal workers any protection. 
If the media begins to spread lies about this revolution and its patriots, then I authorize the targeting of news stations and their owners and employees as well. The hunting, capturing, and killing of America's federal employees will not stop until Americans' demands are met. Our demands are as follows. The resignation of all current non-military federal employees and the abdication of Joe Biden and his cabinet from the White House. The cancellation of the outstanding public debt as unconstitutional, the ending of the Federal Reserve, and the restoration of Congress's right to print interest-free money. The closing of America's borders to illegal immigrants and the mass deportation of the millions of illegal immigrants who have entered the country under the Biden regime, which has put Americans in direct harm. The ceasing of any human trafficking, specifically involving children and sex slaves. The ceasing of all woke and gender ideology propaganda in schools and other public places. Most importantly, the capturing and torturing of federal employees and their associates will not stop until the entire network of America's traitors is identified and completely wiped out. This likely includes bribed members of the deep state, labor racketeers of the prison industrial complex, as well as likely some of the globalist leaders of assorted... All right, I'm just going to go ahead and edit there. He, he goes on. like We're not even... We're about halfway through. It's about a 15-minute uh, deal with this, and he just he just... Yeah, it keeps going on. Um, so here's the crazy part. You know, they apprehended him. A friend of mine reached out and let me know. Um, here's the thing. Why is this not all over the news? A couple of troopers assisted in apprehending him. He was on the base with a gun and lots of ammunition. He planned on commandeering equipment to start a civil war. Now, this guy posted this video to YouTube, and they left it up for hours. Hours. Didn't take it down. We never got the Communist Shooters Manifesto, because that would be too much. But this guy, who clearly is not a Democrat, because he basically you know condemns the likes of gender ideology and all the other stuff, um, they clearly left it up. Why? Very curious on that. I mean, we all know the answer to that. I'm being... Being rhetorical here, but folks, you know, you see something like that. It's just, he killed his own father. That's, that's sick. Decapitated him. I He's in custody. So they got him. Shalantly yeah. talking, holding up his yeah. dad's head. It's like, geez. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> wow. He had a plan. Like, this guy thought this out to that level. That was a lot. He's obviously crazy. I mean, does he have $10 million? No, of course not. I'm, of course it's not. It's like... He just thought he was doing good by killing his father to set an example and hope that he would see triggers across the board of other people doing the same thing. Maybe not fathers, but violence toward federal employees and stuff like that. So it's just one of these things that you listen to that and, you, you know, watch this guy. Ah, just no remorse in his eyes. It's like, dude, that's death penalty. He looks crazy. He does look crazy. Like something's not all like his eyes are just like all over the place. Yeah. I mean, did it look like he was on drugs? I it, I, it didn't look like his pupils were dilated. It wasn't slurring. No, he wasn't slurring. I, I thought he was just was, legit. He was Maybe well he, spoken. It just he he looks crazy. Like he, his eyeballs. Yeah. Just yeah. kind of like going all over the place, <laughs> like like that those lizards. I wonder if he's just one of those people that is a really really diehard militia guy. To the point of saying, like, look, it's time to actually start a civil war. And I'm not saying this in the sense of kind of like I agree with this. I'm saying the sense of like, 
I feel like there's going to be more of these types you think so? that would go to this level. And it's kind of like, I don't you know, it's, don't, it's worrisome. You don't think so? I don't think so. He sounds like he's, and I'm not condemning malicious. It's not, not please don't take it that way. I believe in malicious. Malicious because, have, I have mean, to exist. Bernie Sanders supporter, he came out and started shooting people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like the, the Republicans. Yeah, true. That was an isolated incident. Obviously, yeah. everybody who's a Democrat, it's not going to go grab a gun and start shooting Yo, people. No, I don't mean like, I'm, yeah, let me clarify. I don't mean it in like that capacity. I'm just talking about, I wonder if there's going to be copycat murders as a result of this, because there's a lot of people that honestly, forget the decapitation, forget the murdering of his own father, but there, I feel like there's gonna be a lot of people that agree with a lot of what he's saying. He talks about the border, the gender ideology. He hits on a lot of conservative talking points. That's why the media I'm surprised they didn't jump all over this and just basically, look, this is a Trump supporter, blah, 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 you know, because that's what the media normally does. But if it's a leftist shooter, a leftist murderer, because let's now forget the 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 way in which he committed the crime. He murdered his father. Is that worse than shooting up a school and murdering kids? No, I don't think so. So YouTube leaves this up, but we don't see the results of the manifesto of that one shooter, the trans shooter. Why not? Until Steven Crowder gets his hands on it. Supposedly. It. I don't I don't know. Did he actually get it? I thought it was kind of a nothing burger. No, he posted he did, it. He did, it he did. was just that tranny kid yeah. talking about how disgusting the white kids are and hmm. calling them. Wasn't he white? Yeah. Yeah. It's it was weird. a girl. It was a female. I thought it was a dude. No, it was, it a, was female a female yeah. pretending to be a boy. <laughs> Well, they won't play sports, but they'll shoot up schools. <laughs> That's how bad these people are. Good Lord. So just wanted to let you guys see that just so you're tracking. And then again, the news isn't covering it. Uh, dude, when I was pulling up articles this morning, I was searching for this and I'm just kind of like, why is this not mainstream headlines? And I'm wondering if it's because of that, though. They're worried that this might trigger other ramifications, other types of actions. Is it because he brought up the border and all the things that are going wrong in the country right now? That's possible. Yeah. I mean, if he's highlighting, yeah. like if he's that upset to where. He, but do you think that, I mean, but everybody already knows about the border. That's no, not like don't. a new thing. I don't think so. Come on. You think the leftist media is talking about what's going on at the southern border right now and that there's probably been, I don't know, 15 million illegal aliens that have crossed over to this country? I think so. No, they're not. You don't think so? Nope. Let's pull up CNN. First article, the border right here. No, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> I was like, dang, I really wish it was. It's uh, live updates from lawmakers visibly getting upset as they grill tech CEOs. And nothing's going to change. Folks, uh, okay, look, I'll end it here. And I'm saying this because I want people to understand something here. Um, the government is going after social media. They're going after the likes of Zuckerberg, TikTok, and I guess Twitter. Um, but here's the deal. Don't expect them to change anything. Lindsey Graham's up there and he's getting his talking points. Meanwhile, he's calling for war with Iran. They're going to get their talking points. They're going to sound good. They're going to brief well, but nothing's going to change. Folks, you cannot be relying upon the government to do the right thing by the people. You've got to take it upon yourself. Teach your children. Teach them what to look for. Take an active role in their lives. Let them know the dangers of social media. Now, I know there's only so much you can do. I get it. I get it. But don't ever put your faith and the government coming to actually do anything worth a damn to protect you or your children. Hence why that southern border is wide open. Wide open. All right, folks. That's for today's episode of the All-American Savage Show. We appreciate you being here. Appreciate you tuning in. You guys are freaking amazing. Here's the link to the shirt. Just go to johnburke.com if you want to support us there. Grab it now. We're doing a two-week pre-order, which means we're going to take orders for two weeks. We're going to order it, and then we'll send it out. 
Um, so again, go jump on this while you can. We appreciate it. Thank you for being here. Thank you for uh, tuning in, for hitting that like button and everything else. We'll be back tomorrow, same time. Don't forget to tune in tonight on Twitter at JohnBurke39. We're having a Twitter space with Thomas Massey, some other great guests. Steve Deese will be there. Appreciate your love and support there. You're getting an Adam, man. You guys have a great night. And as always, you stay savage, America. <laughs>